0: The Rock says, know your role and shut your mouth. The
1: Rock said, I bought so many hot dogs, and now I'm gonna cook them on a fucking cock.
0: Hey, Roaches. I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through second-hand items searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul dive into the details, and record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? all you hot dogs and hot dogettes it's thrifty i'm your host toddy welcome back to another episode thank you for downloading the show or streaming the show if you're streaming the show got a lot in store for today's episode uh, act one we're going to be going over a curated thrift haul act two mug hunters is coming back and act three vintage versus modern to see who wins the episode who else is on the episode you might ask? Well, it's me, Toddy, but it's also Brick Body Shane. Shane Becker in the house. How you doing? I'm certainly doing. Yeah? I saw a grown
1: man unbox 70 hot dogs in f- 5 minutes ago.
0: Yeah, uh Never so- buy 5
1: hot dogs or not 5 hot dogs, 70 hot dogs for $5.
0: Yeah, so uh, the biggest thrift find maybe of today... 80 um, cents a dog almost. 80 cents a dog. Almost. You thought there was going to be about 36 in that box. I said 48. 48. It's not
1: that big of a box.
0: No. So prepping for the show today, we went to the local grocery store, and there was a cardboard <laughs> box filled with Shailene's hot dogs marked for six ninety nine. So I was like... I guess a lot I'll, of hot dogs. I guess I'll be eating hot dogs for the next week. So I I go to the self-checkout, I go to scan it. It's like this weird barcode thing. And a young lady comes over and she goes, "Oh shit." And then types in manually how much this th- these hot dogs were. And I had said um, she said how much and I said, "Honestly, it said 6.99." And then I watched her put 5.00 in. And then um yeah, so I have Probably, what, 20? How many packages of dogs? I know it's there's seven. ten times seven. There's oh, seven ha, ha, ha. Each. Math, yes. Math, yeah. Um, so we have 10, ten packs of hot dogs. So if you want to- Share Thrifty, we'll send you a pack of hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share this we'll episode. Like ship you some hot dogs. Share this. The first two people to share this episode on their page, at uh, Shane or myself or both, I will send you a free- pack of your very own shalene's hot dogs and there is an expiration date on it but it also might be the packing date it was the packing date there's no way they'd sell already expired hot dogs well for 6.99 they might i looked
1: at the bags they're, they expire like 2022
0: oh okay well just you could have them out on your counter for a couple yeah. more years collagen
1: yeah they're collagen wrapped so not pig intestine wrapped so, so they're fine yeah so they're fine snapping a crunch to them
0: um, I'm going to actually cook those on my, uh, uh, my newly created buddy burner. Why did you do that? You uh. For fun? Sure. But I just also wanted to see if I could still hack it. Uh, uh, for, uh, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts out there, you may remember when you were a little kid and your dumb ass, uh, we, we called them den leaders because it was so soft boy. Um, den leaders
1: is Cub Scouts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, in Cub Scouts, uh, I did a buddy burner to become a Weeblow.
1: Oh, a Weeblow.
0: So, I was a Cub Scout. We
1: be Loyal Scouts.
0: That's right. So, you were one too? Yes. Did you do buddy burners? Fuck
1: no. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> you brought that to me. I was like, why does he have a. <laughs> so,
0: to be a, a Cub Scout. A coffee
1: container filled with holes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be a Cub, style, Cub Scout to graduate to Weeblow, we had to make something called a buddy burner. And I had feared that I was the only one who uh, made these, but I checked YouTube, and it's no people do. So what you do is, you get a uh, coffee container, uh, so like uh, your yeah, your, not your plastic, but your your tin coffee metal tin, yeah, your Folgers, and so you get your Folgers, you empty the coffee. Um, into plastic bags and give it to your friends because you don't drink coffee. That's at least what I do. So then you have an empty uh, you have an empty tin, em- empty coffee tin. What then you do is you punch some holes on the bottom of it and then you flip it over and you use the underside as a grill face. So after you have that set up, You're going to need to get a tuna fish can or a cat food can, empty that sucker out. (laughs) Then you're going to take some cardboard. You're going to cut a a round spiral of cardboard, shove it in your tuna fish can. Go ahead, melt some candles, that's the next thing. You want to melt some candles on the stove in a pan. Once that heats up and you get that uh, candle liquid you're gonna pour that into the tuna fish can with the cardboard let that uh, let that cool and that's what's going to be your heat because you're gonna put a flame to that cardboard mixed with wax in the tuna fish can and it's gonna work like a buffet sterno and you're gonna put your coffee can on top of your newly created sterno, use that top grill face, and you're gonna make your make some protein on there. I'm gonna make some corn, some burgers, and I guess 7D hot dogs. This reminds me of we've watched this
1: together, cooking with hoarders. Yeah, my favorite YouTube k-hole to get into. Um, very cooking with hoarders of you. It's a uh, I've looked at his uh, Wikipedia page. It's a uh, French Canadian American man hailing from Minnesota who cooks. In a apartment filled with shit. Yeah. (laughs) You ever just cook an apartment filled with shit? Um, My personal favorite is when he makes coconut bread, which is where he. Did you show me that one? I've not. I've showed you uh, sausages and peaches where he makes hot dogs with everything but the stove. Yeah. And then also mixes them with peaches. Um, Coconut bread is him slicing open a coconut with a katana. And then deshelling the coconut, boiling the coconut, and then putting it on some wheat bread. That's killer. That's fun. Uh, another one of my favorite episodes is uh, I just don't get soup. He makes. He says he's gonna start making some cheese and almond soup. And in the ten minutes that the water takes to boil, he talks about science. Okay. And what he talks about science is, you know, when molecules get hot, they go faster, right? That makes sense. And when they get colder, they go slower but he doesn't understand that or he doesn't understand that when you light a piece of paper on fire he just doesn't understand why it doesn't turn into liquid and why it burns instead well that's tough he said isn't doesn't this isn't it supposed to turn into liquid it's on, it's going faster you go
0: from a solid to a liquid not solid to soot check I, that out have you made anything that you've seen on that program no i think i he
1: made. said he goes and he says i'm going to make a christmas turkey cake in it. <laughs> And it ends up being a can of tuna. Because when you think about it, tuna and turkey are the same thing, except one just is in the water. Yeah. The cake consists of canned tuna, sambuca, and eggs, and flour. That's yucky. But he makes, surprisingly, a very good icing of lemon juice, sugar,
0: and I think that's it. So the icing made sense. There's something there. But the sambuca tuna cake. There's some content, at least, there that you could probably eat. The
1: cheddar and almond soup was just a boiling pot of water with a craft single and some almonds in it.
0: Well, I'll 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 update you because my buddy burner coffee tin that I'm going to be using to grill some protein. Um, hopefully, uh, ho- hopefully it works out. Um, if it does work out, maybe going to ha- invite me over for some hot dogs. Yeah, maybe I'll invite you over. For, I was going to say invite you over for some hot dogs. Exactly seventy hot dogs. Well, unless the folks out there share the episode, we're going to have less than seventy. Feed brother a cut up hot dog. <laughs> 69 hot dogs Nice uh, So let's uh, let's jump into our curated Thrift haul today We have, uh, what we're going to be looking at Is a bunch of different Hockey jerseys Now when you think hockey jerseys You think, yes, the sport hockey And sure, we have some of that But also we have some hockey jerseys That are not hockey related So we're going to jump into Something you've never seen before something you never seen before something you' never,
1: never seen, seen at, at all, all. But it has always been at the core.
0: Always And to new pressure. listeners of the show this is when we go over our curated thrift hall and then based on the items we have we ask each other pointed multiple choice questions to see if they could get them right. And then at the end of the episode, we tally up the points and say who won the episode. So I think I'm going to, uh, start the episode, uh, with, uh, one, I I think out of all these that we had, this is the one that we've had the longest so far. And, uh, uh, most of these, aside from one, are for sale through the Brick Body Kids right now. Because one of them is mine. Because one of them sick. is a, a Shane personal piece, which could be the main event of this segment. But for the opening match, we are going to get into some wrestling finds. So, what we have in front of us, we have a WWF 1998 The Rock hockey jersey, mint condition. Mint condition.
1: No flaws or blemishes.
0: It's a black jersey, and it has the red Brahma Bull logo on the front. The huh? It's called the Brahma Bull. That bull? The Rock's bull? What does
1: Brahma mean?
0: It's his own thing. Okay. I guess when you're a wrestler, you can just make up things. Yeah. I mean, his name, believe it or not, is not The Rock. Mm. It's Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Middle name, The Rock. That's a pretty cool middle name.
1: Dwayne Dwayne Johnson, known Rock. (laughs) (laughs)
0: known rock dwayne johnson (laughs) did did you have you ever been confirmed do you have a confirmation name yeah it's thomas mine's cosmos what cosmos where'd that come
1: from i don't know did you pick
0: that yes just for fun yeah well we were talking about it i think on last week's episode of thrifty or the week before, but yeah, my uh, confirmation name is cosmos. And it was basically like, I was in eighth grade and they were just like, and I I went to a a Catholic school for some dumb reason. And um, they just like, here's a book of saints, pick a saint. And it was like, yeah, St. Peter, St. This guy, St. That guy, Cosmos, St. Cosmos is a saint of I boy, I didn't know at the time. Cosmos i didn't know at the time and i certainly don't know now (laughs) but um so this rock jersey is size xl and i wore a similar but uh blue blue yeah um a similar but blue hockey jersey to wrestlemania a few years ago this one didn't make the trip and this one is for sale but I thought I'd give some uh, uh, of the listeners some some rock, uh, some, some backstory on The Rock if you're not a wrestling fan, and I thought it might be interesting to to teach you a little bit about The Rock too, because I know that you know The Rock. What's your favorite rock movie? My favorite rock movie? I don't know that I've seen a rock movie aside from The Mummy. How about The Tooth Fairy, where he plays hockey but is also The Tooth Fairy? I didn't see that. It's a little hockey theme for you. I, ha- I haven't seen... That would my might be a cool episode, too, if we could find a bunch of rock films. The Rockopotamus, the rock episode. That could be fun. Mm -hmm. Get on Brainiacs on. Talk about The Rock. A lot of great ideas from you today. Just having a good time. (laughs) Um, So The Rock originally debuted as a clean-cut baby face. Um, He had uh, hair similar to mine, only shorter. And he was called the Blue Chipper, Rocky via. And although they did say he was a third-generation superstar, because uh, his dad and his grandfather Rocky Johnson were uh, big-time professional wrestlers, so okay. they even in the kayfabe of the WWF they were like Rocky Mayavia. But yeah, his last name is honestly Johnson. Yeah. Um. So Rocky came from yeah his 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 lineage, but he was right out of the gate. He was pushed pretty heavily, uh, especially for a new wrestler just coming into the business, which the crowd did not like. Um, audience became hostile and chanted things like, Die, Rocky, die, and Rocky sucks at him. So, unfortunately. Why?
1: Just because?
0: Uh, sure. Yeah. I, I think you could say just because, because that's just like wrestling fans. But it's also because. And again, hindsight's twenty twenty. He's one of the most famous wrestlers of all time, but he was just new to the business, and they put him on television, and he was just winning every match. So think, yeah, think Roman Reigns. Okay, sure. Like not Roman Reigns now, but Roman Reigns like. Think four. Tom Brady. Sh- sh- sure, just going it, out and winning. It, at the beginning, though, like yeah. it, we're talking at the beginning.
1: Yeah, Tom Brady won at the beginning.
0: Yeah, rookie year against the
1: Saints. And the uh, the replaced
0: rants. one of my faves, too. Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. Um, so he wasn't universally liked. Um, he came out as a baby face. He was really clean cut, really smiley, and people would just go, die, Rocky, die, die, Rocky, die. Obviously, that doesn't help a young man's confidence. No. Um, so he actually suffered a legitimate knee injury. And um, when he came back from the injury, he had a a bit of a new persona to him. I'm mad and my knee hurts. Got it. (laughs) You're getting it. Yes, that's exactly. And with this new persona, he began to lash out at the fans for giving him criticism and was just like, I did all this stuff for you and I even got hurt. And um, he started at that point to refer to himself in the third person. As The Rock. Interesting. As The Rock. The Rock. So he would say, The Rock says something, something, something. The Rock says, know your role and shut your mouth. The Rock said, I bought 70 hot dogs, and now I'm going to cook them on a fucking coffee can. Yeah, it's exactly what The Rock said. So, of course, the crowd was like, boo, you know, because who does that? Um, So with this, uh, what they would call in wrestling, uh, his heel turn he joined, and you may appreciate this. He joined Farouk, another wrestler, and others to form what they called the Nation of Domination, mm. and they were uh, they were looked at as like a Black Panther stable. Interesting. And they would like do the 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 Power Fist, and again, not only is that racist, but they were portrayed to be villains. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. so Very that Vince McMahon. So that doesn't really help things because, like there's a lot of black culture that you could uh, present and be like, that's we're cheering for it." Vince McMahon said, "No, you're all bad guys." Mm-mm. Um, so that was the nation of domination. And as he was the rock, now being referred to as the rock, he kind of uh, um, became the mouthpiece for the stable because he just had natural charisma and could talk. And as the Rock rose to prominence, he would eventually overthrow Farouk as the leader of the nation. Rock and then Farouk had a feud, and it was actually supposed to be a pretty long feud, but Farouk then got hurt. Mm. So then Farouk was just out. So now the Rock was the new leader of the nation. And the first big feud between the nation uh came with a feud with another wrestling stable at the time dx you got let's it. let's go it's the
1: only other one i know
0: you got it dude so it was the nation of domination versus degeneration x and degeneration x was the face stable that the, the the good the good stable and uh they did a comedy sketch where they did blackface oh mm-hmm. and uh you know people cheered No, yeah, it's the WW
1: whatever the fuck.
0: Yeah, it's 1998, Vince McMahon. Um, So The Rock would get his big moment, though, when uh, some months down the road, he would defeat uh, Mankind in a tournament for the WWF Championship. So The Rock, he rose to prominence pretty quickly, and he was uh, the WWF Champion at Survivor Series 1998, And that was also uh, the match where he joined up in another new stable. Uh,
1: The three D's of death.
0: Sort of, yes. He joined the corporation. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, some other guys, and The Rock. And The Rock was the head of that stable as the WWF champion. Matter of fact... Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon interfered in the match, which allowed The Rock to win. Typical. So so he is now cheating, Mm -hmm. straight up cheating, just cheating. So he is now the, uh, the lead heel in the WWF as WWF champion. And then of course, you know, later on down the road, he feuded with, I don't know, just kind of a small time wrestler. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't know if you've ever heard of that guy. But, uh, looks like every white cop. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, uh, the Texas Rattlesnake, mm. Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Rock then had a huge match at WrestleMania. And that was kind of like the, uh, that's how The Rock got to be The Rock. That was all his trials and tribulations be- before he came The Rock.
1: Honestly, thank goodness he's The Rock and not Dwayne because Dwayne kind of sucks as a name.
0: Yeah. It's, it's junk.
1: You brew it in the womb for nine and a half months just be named
0: fucking Dwayne this jersey here um what's cool about it is not only did Shane mention that it was in mint condition but um the, the people's r- champ is on the back I was about to say that the the people's champ is on the back and the people's champ is when he referred to himself when he was the corporate champion mmm. Because that gives you some... Champion
1: of corporations.
0: Yes, that gives you some Mm -hmm. heel heat because... Step over,
1: subway. It's time for The Rock to shine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so if you're a bad guy, you're like, yeah, I'm the people's champ. And everybody's like, boo. So I'm going to hit you with the first thrifty trivia trivia question. And it's going to be about our friend, The Rock. So uh, The Rock always had such an imposing physique, Shane, that his classmates thought he was a what... A, an adult dancer at 18, B, the football coach's son, C, an undercover cop, or D, they didn't think he was any of, the, any of these. They thought he was something else. None of the above. He had such an imposing physique. What did his classmates think? He was an adult dancer, the football coach's son, an undercover cop, or something else? None of the above. What are your thoughts? How I are you think, feeling about I it? I think it's not B.
1: I think you're trying to fool me with that one because The Rock played for Miami, the Hurricanes, of football
0: fame. Yes, he sure did. And I think you're trying to fool me on that one. So you don't believe Yes. that, that they looked at him as maybe the football coach's son. Mm-hmm. Okay. C
1: and A are probably one, or, one of the two of them are right. We don't do D's here anymore. I think it should just be A, B, C. No more D's. D's aren't as fun. D's are fun. Yeah. Well, because you always... That's I get fair. tricked. I get tricked on the Ds. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, a is really speaking to me. An adult dancer at 18? Oh, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. of his physique? Because he's the rock. Mm-hmm. He's probably got some junk in the trunk, some hooch in the gooch. Mm-hmm. Muscles. Uh, yeah, nipples. Nipples. The whole nine. He's
0: probably got at least
1: two nipples. He's got at least two nipples. Undercover cop seems just like a toddy throwing answer. Yeah. You yeah. love you love cop stuff.
0: Yeah, I love throwing cops in there. I love throwing cops in there. Burying room. them anytime I can. Yeah. Um, bury cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with A. A.
1: And I'm going to probably think it's going to be C is what you're going to tell me it is, but I'm going to firmly answer
0: A. A. Okay, so the question once again. The Rock always had such an imposing physique that his classmates thought he was a what? A, an adult dancer at 18. B, the football coach's son. C an undercover cop, or D, none of the above. You said A, an adult dancer. The correct answer is C, an undercover cop. This is now, so if y'all
1: go back to the last episode that I was on, this happened the whole episode where I'd go, oh, I think it's this, but you're probably going to say this and three out of 3 times it was. Yep, and now we're 4 for 4 and I was in, I have zero points. You have no After points. The top of the first again.
0: Top of the first, but the the interesting thing that you would mention that I like to bury cops anytime I get a chance, you're correct. You're correct in that and that's why I put this in here because the rock um, I don't like that. um was a uh, uh people looked at him as a thought he was an undercover cop, but Turns out he was just one of the greatest of all time. In Nothing s- just instead. Just, mm, something better than a tough. Card. So that was my first thrift find. That was the uh the the Rocks uh hockey jersey, hockey jersey number one. Now, um what uh what item would you like to go for first?
1: We have a little bit of old school hockey puck. Ooh. Oh, old school hockey talk. Okay. Hockey talk padonka dock. Mm-hmm. I have two of the defunct fame Minnesota North Stars of Minnesota fame jerseys. These are some old boys, Toddy. Real old ones. You think of jerseys nowadays, you think of mesh, you think of whatever else they got, moisture-wicking fabric. Yep. I'll tell you what, these are moisture in my armpits, in my chest, everywhere fabric. These are heavy. I would say they're worse than regular. You can shirts. understand why they used to call them sweaters. Because this, these are sweaters almost. Oh,
0: that's interesting. I honestly never, I guess that makes sense. Well, like
1: back in the the aughts in the 20s and the 30s, they were actually sweaters. Like, you know, yeah. knit sweaters. And I guess they developed into, you got to think these are just like, hmm Cloth, whatever. I'm yeah. looking on the tags right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, wash in cold water. Use mild soap. What do you use mild soap on? Probably cotton.
0: Cotton. You got to think these are cotton. Well, while while we clean these, while I clean these, I just soak them mm-hmm. because I didn't know. I'd throw them in a washing machine. Yep. Take some chances. But we have two different Minnesota North Stars. I have a
1: Minnesota North Stars jersey from the late 60s. An old boy, a tiny boy. 'Cause mm-hmm. we all know if you were born before the eighties, you were probably short and skinny. And that's, and that's just how just it is what we see from the clothes. Yep. Uh made by Rawlings, Rawlings made um NHL hockey jerseys up until about the mid seventies. I would um, say you'd know more than that. More yeah, than me, so fun. I'd go with that, yeah. Well they made they were like normally sixties and seventies, Rawlings they made baseball jerseys now, that's what they're known for. But they made football, hockey, baseball jerseys in the sixties. Um Screen printed logo. They actually didn't start stitching jerseys, all of them. So like not all synonymous with each other until about the late eighties.
0: Really? Mm-hmm.
1: I have a um
0: Huh. Okay. I have a
1: Cooper uh game worn Pittsburgh Penguins jerseys from jam- Game Worn jersey from nineteen eighty eight. Randy Hillier,
0: Ooh. which is
1: not stitched.
0: The okay. Penguins
1: didn't start stitching their jerseys until 1999, 1990. Whoa! So that's so that a little fun fact. Yeah, it wasn't that long uh, ago. Green jersey, two green meanies, as you called them. Green meanies. This is a good color combination, green, yellow, white. Mm-hmm. Uh, Towards the 80s and 90s, the North Stars actually added some black on their green, yellow, and white jerseys. And then in the early 90s, they just changed to what is now the Dallas Stars logo, or I guess their old one now since they got new jerseys. Uh, of black and it just said stars with a star on it but i remember those an n with a star um
0: north stars weren't that good well i remember a specific series Mm. with uh that uh the pittsburgh penguins yeah they didn't really come out on top in that series no they shouldn't have because they did not do great that year
1: and we showed them the door we did it in six games four to two um Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. A lot of penguins heat in the store, but now we have some North Stars heat in the store. We are, we actually um I don't know if we've sold it, but we have the Penguins North Stars
0: Stanley Cup Ooh. series shirt,
1: if you remember, with the
0: tickets th- on it. I think we have made we may have sold that. That's to, a good find. To Brickbody Fred? Maybe. Oh, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we sold it to Brickbody we, um, Fred.
1: It was it just said Stanley Cup playoffs, nineteen ninety one had two tipp- ticket stubs with the North Stars and the Penguins on it. Uh the North that was the first North Stars appearance. They were part of the uh 1967 expansion. So from 67 till till the Dallas Stars they were a team. They were they were a team in the NHL. They used yes, to yes. play in I think it was like the old WHL no where kidding. Wayne Gretzky got his start as well. Didn't know that and either. Then they came into the NHL part of the expansion with the Penguins, the Blues, the Capitals. See, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, a little bit of fun knowledge. But we have one from the '60s, which is a Rawlings, and then we have a stitched version. Really good condition for being for its age, fifty years old. Yeah. Uh, this is a Sand Now sporting knit. sporting knit. That's a mouthful. Uh, San Now made hockey jerseys from the 70s to about the mid-80s. Um, this is stitched, which is fun. The stitching held up pretty well. Um, it's the same weird chunky material, almost like a T-shirt. I had
0: this one on, and it looks pretty okay on me.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. a nice jersey. It's an old – you don't really see hockey jerseys that are this old around much. And we have a pair of them, so yeah. it's kind of one a – One has a lot of holes in it and could be fi- could fit a small person. And the other one, just a knit. A medium, Whatever. <laughs> Um, but you had talked about the Pittsburgh Penguins Stanley Cup series. Yes, the only Stanley Cup Finals the, doubt the Minnesota North Stars were ever in. That year, the Minnesota North Stars or acqua- er, obtained sixty-seven points. Mm-hmm. Points in the NHL are determined by wins or two points, overtime losses or one point, losses or no points. They no acquired points for 67 losses. Sixty-seven points which put them lower than normal in the standings. At 67 points in the modern era, speaking in terms of this year, if you had 67 points in the standings of the modern NHL this year, what draft
0: pick would you be picking at? Do you understand the question? Yes, I understand that it is took a while to get there if you had the, <laughs> if the minnesota north stars of if the you 19- had 67 points yes, in they, the current climate
1: 67 how- points that year yeah didn't mean to cut you off no that's fine if you had 67 points in the standings of the 2019 2020
0: season this year what draft position
1: would you be picking at
0: well i think this should be said also that what the draft is, is, yeah, explain the draft. So the draft
1: is they take the regular season standings, and the lower you are in the standings, the higher the draft picks are. If you're the worst team, you get the first overall pick, mm-hmm. et
0: cetera, et cetera. So during this climate currently right now, now is this a trivia question? Or yes, this is, I've transitioned almost seamlessly into this question. And this is not an A, B, C, or D? This is, yes. Oh, it okay. is. I okay. was just getting there. Gotcha. I gotcha, was explaining gotcha. now. Yes.
1: So, if you had 67 points, if the Minnesota North Stars were picking in this year's draft and they were their 1991 team, would they be picking at what position? A, 11th, B, 6th,
0: C, 1st, or D? None of the above. A, 11th, B, 6th, C, 1st, D, none of those. 11, 6 or 1, what position or none of the above? What position if you had 67 points, what would, the, would uh, what you'd be drafting at? Huh, 67 points. Now, it's kind of a weird year. Let's the elephant in the room. Um, they only missed 9 games, so the standings yeah. are not off by much. Yeah. Um,
1: but keep in mind they also only played about 65 games that season.
0: Sure. Yes, that's a good point. Um, I, this isn't my final answer, but if it's A11, B6, C1, D9 of the above, A and B seem likely. Um, B especially seems likely. Um, 11, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, there are 18, eight teams from each conference that make the playoffs. Yes.
1: Okay. Keep in mind
0: that... Yeah, that's it. I was mm-hmm. just about to say that. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit out of range of the playoffs. But keep in mind the North Stars made the Stanley Cup. Right, at the time. Yeah, they made the playoffs. At the time. I will tell you they were the eighth seed. Yeah, I think I – were we the second seed? I believe so, yes. Okay. Second or third. Cool. Um, okay, so what I, I, here's why I'm going to go with this answer I'm about to reveal. Um, if in the current climate here, there are eight teams on each side that make the playoffs and we're talking about 67 being a number that, um, even then wasn't the, the best number, but they sneaked into the playoffs and, you know, to their credit, they did make the finals anyway, but it's a little bit out of reach, I guess uh thirty two teams in the NHL. I am going to go with a hot to trot A eleven. I will I, I think if you had sixty seven points right now, you would be you would draft you would take the eleventh pick in the next draft. So in the question of the Minnesota North Stars obtained
1: sixty seven points in the nineteen ninety one NHL season and still made the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. If you, trans- if you just time travel them into 2020 and put them in the standings, what position would they pick in? The answer would be A, 11th, B, 6th, C, 1st, or D, I made them all up. The answer is B, 6th.
0: Oh, I did it. I did they the same be,
1: thing. They would be tied with the New Jersey Devils. But be losing in win percentage because they went
0: 27, 36, and 5 that year. 27, 36, and 5? Mm-hmm. And they made the playoffs. And they made the playoffs. Dang. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's pretty cr-
1: The Red Wings, who we will be talking about mm-hmm. soon, will be picking first at 39 points. And then there's like four or five teams all grouped in around 60. Is that current day Red Wings? That's current day Red Wings. The Red, the Wing, Red
0: Wings stink current day.
1: They're ter- They haven't been good in probably five years. See, that's how a loop I am. They used to, they had the longest active playoff streak at I think twenty four seasons, and then yep. they just haven't made the playoffs since.
0: That's that's a lot to swallow.
1: But thirty nine points is crazy. They only won seventeen games this year. Damn
0: seventy three. Okay. Okay. See growing up I watched hockey a bunch and I know all the players growing up and then probably around um when was the when the first cup that we beat the Red the Red Wings? 2008-2009. That would make sense. Sort of when that happened, I don't want to say I stopped watching hockey, but I watched it a heck of a lot less because I wanted to like see till we won and then we won. And truthfully, yeah, sure. It's not it's not up there as for Favorite sports, but I I think going to a professional hockey game is better than going to, I think, all of the other ones. Yeah, probably. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so, my knowledge of hockey after about 2010, I probably only know what's going on with the Penguins after that year. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, we both had a gut answer. Put up the bagel. And we didn't do it. Nope. Um, but speaking Thank
1: of, goodness, because I am not doing well in recent times.
0: Well, I'm, I'm hoping um, we have another hockey jersey coming up, and I'm hoping you don't get this one right either, but let's learn about it. So we were talking about the Detroit Red Wings, and what we're having, uh, the next piece of our curated thrift haul, is a Detroit Red Wings Chris Osgood number 30 hockey jersey it's like a practice jersey. It's a practice jersey. Starter brand. Starter brand XL, and this is from the '90s. And Chris Osgood was a goaltender. A... Had some goalie heat. He, uh, his mask, pretty cool. It was a player helmet with a cage on it. I actually exactly had that right. Very <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, it was a player helmet. Um, removed the the uh, kind of the, yep. the the visor and put a cage on it. Um, So it was just red helmet, uh, white cage. Eventually, he he added a couple logos here and there. But um, he was with... The Detroit Red Wings as their goalie for two separate stints. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, from nineteen ninety four to two thousand one.
1: Don't tell me your thrifty, thrifty trivia trivia question is what team was in the middle? No, because I did not. I don't know.
0: No, no. Uh oh. Uh no, it's not. I was about. I looked again as like maybe it's not. Okay, it is not about D- that at all. Did you
1: see what team he played for in between?
0: Yes, I did. Okay. Um, Blues and Islanders.
1: Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Not two teams I would have thought at all. Blues and Islanders. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And then there was like an AHL team in there somewhere. What were they called? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I was excited. But it was was one of the farm systems of that. Um, But uh, so he was the goaltender for the Detroit Red Wings from 1994 to 2001 and also from 2005 to 2011. And in between, he played for the uh, New York Islanders and the St. Louis Blues. But Chris Osgood himself, a three time Stanley Cup winner with the Wings, 97, 98, and 2008. Um, he's also a three time All Star, 1996, 97, and 2008. And uh, he was the first goaltender since Terry the Woodchuck Sawchuck to win a Stanley Cup 10 years apart as a starter. Ooh. I, uh, the Woodchuck I just added in there. Known Woodchuck. Known Woodchuck, Terry Sawchuck. So he uh, won a Stanley Cup 10 years apart as a starter. Very cool. Only two goalies have done that. Mm-hmm. And this was obviously both with the, with the Red Wings. But the jersey itself, it's bright-ass red. It's fire track red. Um, it is on the BrickBody Instagram right now at Brickbody Kids. Um, don't see
1: a lot of practice jerseys with player names on the back.
0: Um have we had any others
1: that come through the store? Many other practice jerseys? Yeah. We have uh in the I see it right now. With the, with a name Not on the back. Not a name on the back, yeah. No. The only other practice jersey we have is a navy blue the penguins. Depends, yeah. I like that one a lot. Hard. Mm-hmm. Which is hard. From the
0: nineties again. C C M. Mm-hmm. And with these practice jerseys, you don't see a lot of names on them, Mm-mm. especially especially one of the all-time greats here. You're Chris calling Osgood. Chris
1: Osgood an all-time great? He was a, he was all. He looks like a baby bird
0: <laughs> with all the teams he was on. Yeah, uh, he has yeah. a tiny head. Well, uh, tiny head, big heart, three-time Stanley Cup winner.
1: Incredible swag.
0: Yeah. Um, but he kind of was only successful with the Detroit Red Wings because once he left the Red Wings— Because the Blues and Islanders were cheeks back then. They, yeah, and they're kind of here hearing, that he, like, now and again kind of cheeks, too, but back then they were way cheeks. Well, the Blues won the Stanley Cup last year. See that? I they wouldn't just know that. just didn't even know. Um, the year before that, the Pens beat the Preds, right? <laughs>
1: uh, Penguins beat Predators, and then the capitals won, Oh yeah and then the blues won last year against the buffalo not the buffalo boston bruins that's a
0: okay cool question i have for you now wayne gretzky played for the no this is not trivia wayne gretzky played for the blues i yeah. will say this mm-hmm. just to
1: cut in with some wayne gretzky knowledge yeah there is my white whale jersey yeah there's a fake uh blues jersey that goes around and it spells Wayne Gretzky's name Grutsky, Grootsky G R O O T S K Y. Is that it's, modern? It's old. It's known as the Dwayne Grootsky jersey. That's And I've cool. wanted a Dwayne Grootsky jersey for a while.
0: Are those out there?
1: It's just like someone like bootlegged a Wayne Gretzky jersey. There's only a few I've ever seen.
0: Are they money or no? No, but they're funny as hell. Yeah, I kind of like that as well. Now, Wayne Gretzky He played for the Blues in... Is there... When did he retire from hockey? Wayne
1: Gretzky? Yeah. He got... I think it was like 2001 or 2002. Okay. He finished with the uh, Rangers.
0: Yes. So there's no potential way that he ever played with Chris Osgood on the same team. No. No. Okay. He played for the Blues probably in the... Like way before.
1: Mid-90s.
0: Okay. Yeah. So my timelines are off. That was just a question. But I do have a uh a trivia question, a thrifty trivia trivia question that has to deal with Chris Osgood, though. Very cool. So I'm going to hit you with this. um So Chris Osgood, as a goaltender, scored one goal. Which team did he score the goal against? This was in the playoffs, I think.
1: No, I'm thinking of Marty door Never mind, continue.
0: A, Chicago Blackhawks. B, the St. Louis Blues, C, the New York Islanders, or D, I made all of these up, none of the above, none of the above, Chris Osgood scored one goal as a goalie, which team did he score against, A, Chicago Blackhawks, B, St. Louis Blues, C, New York Islanders, D none of the above it was another team so you had said that you believe it was in the playoffs possibly no i was thinking more Tampa door mhm um i'm thinking it's a or d
1: mhm um my guts telling me d cuz i think it might have been against the
0: flyers ooh
1: um okay i just can't remember
0: was it one of his former teams maybe
1: i don't think so Because in my mind, the Red Wings and the Blackhawks used to play in the Western Conference. They played each other the most. Um, The Red Wings, I don't really ever remember anything ever happening that was significant with the Islanders. The Blues might have been in the division for a while, so that might be a good chance. I'm going to go with D.
0: Ooh. I so you
1: cut ca- you cast out D before and said we should drop it. Yeah, and but you kind of, you said D's are fun. D's are fun. So I'm thinking maybe some foreshadowing, maybe. But if it's A, I'm going to be real sad because I keep doing this to myself and it's making me sad. But I'm going to say D. D,
0: none of the above? Mm-mm. Okay. So as a goaltender, Chris Osgord scored one goal. Who'd he score against? A, the Blackhawks. B, St. Louis Blues. C, New York, New York Islanders. Might also be the
1: Dallas Stars. D
0: against. None of the above, the correct answer. You went with D and the correct answer is Shane's on the board with a point. Let's go. D. The correct answer though, the actual team he scored a goal on, it happened, I mean, I have the team in front of me, but I'll give you I'll give you one more guess. But it happened on March the 6th in 1996.
1: So, it's not the stars and it's not the Flyers? No. Let's go with the New Jersey Devils. Ooh. Actually, Colorado Avalanche. Ooh. Let's go with the Colorado Avalanche. Okay.
0: Um, so, on March 6, 1996, Chris Osgood scored a goal against your Hartford Whalers. I love the Hartford Whalers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: that's crazy. Yeah,
0: so I thought I would throw that in. That's fun. I mean, you didn't get the team, but you got the point. I got the point. Hey, I'm on the
1: board. You're on In the board. New version, new era of Thrifty Thrivia. Whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's my first point. Wow, something you've never seen before is first point. Something you've never seen at all. Welcome to the new Shane. Well, welcome to my own fucking life here. Okay, so Family. Shane is bringing out the... Uh, the holy grail of my... probably I collect hockey jerseys, right? So this is Shane's 54. second find for the curated thrift haul, and this this is a pretty, pretty piece here. This is going in the collection, going mm-hmm. in the
1: bag. Uh, my very first non-hockey-related hockey jersey, kind of hockey-related. It's my favorite movie to Ooh. date. Um, I didn't know it was your favorite it's movie. It's my favorite. That's why I bought it. Mm-hmm. That uh, makes sense. A 1995 CCM jersey. Yes, CCM. Uh, I don't know what the C, the C, or the M stands for. M probably stands for manufacturing. One of the C's might be Canadian. Mm -hmm. Sudden Death, the movie starring John claude Van Damme and Mike Lang. Both big-time stars of your life. Honestly. Hockey jersey. With sudden death in the sudden death movie font on the front and on the back, it says Van Damme One. And, uh, and it's uh, you had mentioned that it's not screen printed either, it's um, subliminated, mm-hmm. so it's more in the jersey, so it doesn't fade or crack as much. It's hard to crack, but it's a promotional jersey for the movie Sudden Death, which was filmed in Pittsburgh. Uh, Greg Harrington of uh, Neon Brainy Hex fame recently said on one of their podcasts that he was there when they filmed it. He was in the stadium? He was as an extra. He also said that he got yelled at for seeing Jean-Claude Van Damme and then getting yelled at for not saying it louder. What, so that he were, saw him? Like, they were standing up like above where like the players would walk in Mm -hmm. and he saw Jean-Claude Van Damme and like whispered to whoever he was with like that's Jean-Claude Van Damme and then people around him got mad for not like exclaiming that in like saying that, oh yeah, like hey, like I want <laughs> to, I want to bother this guy. Was
0: that on a recent one?
1: That was on their top five
0: Pittsburgh movies. Oh, I missed that one. I would, cause I listened to it pretty. Yeah, I missed it. I that. recently
1: talked to uh, Ben about sudden death because I was like, maybe y'all should do a sudden death episode. He said they might do one soon for a Sunday action movie. Ooh, their well, spinoff podcast.
0: Well, I know for certain that uh they they like their uh body counts. Ooh on that. Ooh. And I thought I thought it might be a cool idea, seeing as though it's your favorite movie.
1: Of all fucking time. Of all we'll time. We'll get into the
0: details later about it, but this is this'll be fun. Um I thought it'd be fun to have some Shane sudden deaths. Checklist. Checklist. Yeah. <laughs> 1995
1: action movie, Sudden Death. These are all the deaths in it. These are all the deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 25 shootings by gun.
0: What? That's how many? Yeah. Damn.
1: One shooting by a makeshift nail gun made from a tube, a fire extinguisher, and a nail.
0: Now that one was a good one.
1: We have two deaths by an RPG rocket launcher to a helicopter.
0: Gotta have those in We there. have.
1: Three deaths by falling one on one onto a car roof, one off the top of the arena and sliding down, and one off the roof of the arena and onto the scoreboard. Damn, we have one death by a helicopter crash through the roof onto the ice.
0: Yep, that's it. That's and also, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the last time they opened, yeah. Are uh, It was formerly called the Civic Arena at the time. Then
1: called the Melon Arena. Then
0: the Melon Arena, but they opened, it had a, uh, yeah, it's like a little dome. It
1: opened up a little bit.
0: They opened up the little dome for this helicopter in piece. In the
1: last, uh, one of the final scenes in the movie is a helicopter going ass down <laughs> into the arena and exploding. Uh, we have one maiming by a makeshift lighter fluid gun. And then, a, and then the person was then finished off by clubbing by a flashlight. So we have one of those. We Nothing have Nothing like a clubbing
0: by a flashlight for dessert. We
1: have one strangulation by mascot head in a dishwasher, <laughs> which was a thrifty-thirvia-triven way back when.
0: <laughs> Thirvia question way back when. Mm-hmm.
1: We have one stabbing by chicken bone.
0: I don't remember the chicken bone stabbing.
1: Uh, man's Jean-Claude Van Damme had a guy. Yeah. against what I think like dry ice and was like oh. pushing his head into the dry ice. Like put it down, mm-hmm. picked him up, medium rare ear. Put him back down, medium ear. Put him back down again, well done ear. And then finally stabbed him in the neck with a chicken bone.
0: <laughs> I thought he just cooked him, but he's got...
1: We have one death mm. by car bombing.
0: Yeah. Which could also be considered a death by fire. Mm-hmm. A little terrorism. And
1: we have one suffocation by fire smoke in the beginning of the movie. Oof. For a total
0: of 37 deaths. That's a lot of deaths for Shane's sudden death checklist. But yeah.
1: uh, So arguably one of the best movies. My favorite death in that was probably... So the whole thing is is he brings his two kids to the Game 7 of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Go, and go Pens. Go, and go Pens. Playing the Blackhawks yep. in that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his son brings a super soaker to the game and one of my favorite lines ever is the son while john claude van Damme is off disarming c4 uh he soaks the sister or his sister with the super soaker and john claude van dam's like where did the daughter go she ran away and then he sees the super soaker and john claude van dam verbatim says you soaked her you, you soaked so-, her. so 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 <laughs> so so so, so- <laughs> 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 takes the gun and walks away and then Whoa. ultimately fills the uh, super silver with lighter fluid, and then lights a man on fire with it. And then half melted man reappears, and he clubs him to death
0: with a flashlight. Man, death by flashlight clubbing one of the best. Yeah. Deaths.
1: Uh, chicken bones very good, and beating up iceberg and shoving
0: iceberg into a dishwasher is good. I will say this in this uh, to rewind time a little bit, um, iceberg. Um, The mascot for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, Now, correct me if I'm wrong because you probably know the correct answer to this. The current iceberg that we see, the one, you know, eating people's heads. Yeah,
1: just having a little fun, not making any noise because the mouth on the thing doesn't move.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, This iceberg mascot, has it – I'm not saying the person inside. I'm saying the the physical mascot costume. When – Was that costume like when was that iceberg? Because, correct me if I'm wrong, it was not that's not what iceberg looked like back then.
1: It was, I think it was, yeah, yeah,
0: 1995.
1: It's the same, but in the movie, for some some reason, they call iceberg icy the whole time.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't understand
1: why they call it call iceberg icy when it says iceberg on the back of the jersey.
0: Yeah, that's 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 a that's an I never thought about that. I have to see sudden, yeah, I have to, I have to see sudden death like. Uh, again, because like there are some patches of it that I clearly remember, and then other patches where I just do not. Some fun cameos. Mike Lang's in it. That's yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. And and Mike Lang is, is still uh, kicking to this day, and he loves hockey. Yeah.
1: He kind of looks like a skeleton wrapped in a deer skin, but it's fine. He's hey, old. We he all- used to drink a lot, and that's yeah. why I kicked him off TV. <laughs> really? Yeah, he would... He drank a ton. Damn, like on the job during, and he would just be visibly drunk. So Ugh. they kicked him off TV and put him on the radio. Damn.
0: Well, that's, However, a, that's a bummer.
1: There are. That's one of my favorite cameos. But there's some other cameos in that movie. Yeah,
0: give me some cameos.
1: This is this is now my 50 trivia
0: question. That's cool. what we're doing. We're talking about cameos. So some th- so some trivia hitting me with. this. So in the
1: 1995 action movie filmed in Pittsburgh, sudden death. There are three. NHL players that made cameos in the movie. Three NHL players that Real made Real-life-ass hockey-playing NHL players cool that made cameos in the movie. What are the three NHL players? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have A, Luke Robitaille, Bernie Nichols, and Marcus Nasland. Oh, I don't even know who Bernie Nichols is. B, Luke Robitaille, Ulf Samuelson, and Ed Belfour. Eddie Belfill. C, okay. Rick Talkick, Marty Straka, and Luke Ooh. Or D, none of the above.
0: Hmm. I don't want to know the answer right now, but eventually I do. But the second name in A, I don't believe is a real hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of Bernie Who knows? Nichols. Who Maybe not. I don't want to know now because it ru- obviously ruins it, but that don't seem, uh, <laughs> that seems fucked. <laughs> um <laughs> Bertie Nichols, baby. A seems fucked. Um, B what was it what was the ones for B again? B was uh A, Luke
1: Robotai, B Ulf Samuelson uh I don't know why I said B Ulf Samuelson. B was Luke Robotai, Ulf Samuelson, and Ed Bell Four. Uh huh. Okay. And C was Rick Talkett, Marty Straka, and Luke Robotai.
0: Okay, Luke Robotai, I've seen we share an eBay account, and I've seen Luke Robitaille's jersey that we both were looking at. It's uh, a, it's a g- lot of money. Movie-worn, sudden-death Luke Robitaille jersey is, is up on eBay for $1,200. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. Um, see, the B one is kind of sticking out to me, but I don't remember seeing Eddie Belfort in it. But the Chicago Blackhawks were the other team in it, and I, there's parts to this film that I can't remember. And Eddie Belfour was their goalie. He was our goaltender uh and then Marty Straka in C seems a far too early for the Strok man um but maybe though you gotta think maybe Marty Straka played on the Penguins for ten years, yeah, long time. We were talking about the best hockey players, uh six foot and under.
1: Marty Straka easy. Yeah, love Marty Straka. There's Nathan Gerby used to play for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes in probably 2012. Okay. He was 5'7. No, 5'6. Five, 5'6. Six. Five, six. Tiny person. Cool. Good for him. Good Johnny f- Gaudreau out of Boston College is 5'9.
0: Mark Recchi was the one that I thought of. Yes, 5'11. Yeah. Um so here's 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 the situation. You're up one zip. Um going into the break here. So I'm just going to go with B because Chicago Blackhawks and Eddie Belfour seem maybe likely. So I'm going to go the, the correct answer, the three cameos in Sudden Death of hockey players, I will go with B. That's my final answer. So in the three cameos of NHL players or
1: NHL players that had cameos in Sudden Death, the movie of 1995 filmed in Pittsburgh based around hockey, also based around blowing up the vice president, we have A, Luke Robitaille, Bernie Nichols, Marcus Naslin, B, Luke Robitaille, Robitaille Ulf Samuelson, Eddie Belfour, C, Rick Tocket, Marty Strockett, and Luke Robitaille. D, I made all of them up. Uh-huh. The answer is A, Luke Robitaille, Bernie Nichols, and Marcus Naslin. So
0: Bernie Nichols is a real one. Though.
1: Bernie Nichols made his fame with the Los Angeles Kings as a defenseman, okay. but was also in that movie. Really? Playing for the Blackhawks.
0: See, I didn't go with that one because I just didn't know the name. B,
1: Eddie Belfort was said to was the goalie, yeah. was announced as the goalie in sudden death. But he didn't, he he didn't wasn't, see him. He wasn't there. He wasn't playing Eddie Belfort. He was not even there. Wow. C, uh, I love Marty Straka. Yeah. Marty Straka started playing for the Penguins in 1993.
0: Okay, so it's feasible then. Like a year and a half off. Yeah, so it's. Actually, technically. It is 1993 in the movie, yeah. so yeah, yeah, makes sense. So it would, kayfabe-wise, he would be in there. So uh, you uh, scum to me. Yeah, big, fun. Big It's goose nice day. having a lead. <laughs> going, uh, having a lead going into the break, um, but uh, before we get into Act 3, um, there's going to be more Shane coming up. Ooh,
1: Mug Hunters mini episode 2, titled There's some mugs here, but
0: not all of them are. And we're going to take a quick Mug Hunters break. This is Thrifty Podcast. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to Mug Hunters. This is our second episode of our mini-series that we're doing in Act 2 nowadays, i'm your host shane becker today it ain't just about mugs it's about the brothers the sisters even the cousins of our favorite drinking devices we got some good ones for you they're old let's start the show we're traveling back in time today not one not two not three but four different pieces all from the early 90s and before It's pretty crazy, you know I love me some vintage wares. What do we got first? Well, I'll tell you again. It is a 1987 plastic Miller High Life beer drinking mug. We got two of them. Two whole ass mugs to put whatever you want in them. We have two Miller High Life drinking mugs. They got a woman with a uh, what looks like some German beer serving garb, but also a sombrero. Why a sombrero? who knows like I said they're plastics I don't know about hot things in these but you could certainly put some hot things in here got a little stained glass effect going on she's sitting on a moon she's holding up a chalice or a goblet whatever part of the world you come from that's what it's called oh huh? honestly what am I putting in this mug we love telling you what you got to put in this mug you gotta think it's gotta be some just candies on your desk Probably those undescribed, those non-denominational strawberry candies where the wrapper just looks like a strawberry. Maybe some Werther's Originals. Maybe some hard candy lifesavers. I personally like grape and lime. Um, nothing too crazy to write home about. Just some old Grandpa Heat that you're going to find downstairs in a cabinet next to the Garfield clock next to the bird that drinks some water when you push its head down and bobs up and down, whatever. But if you have this on your desk, it's gonna have some candy in it. Pretty crazy. Next up, probably my favorite find of the episode, a 1989 Campbell Soup Company red and white label, teddy bear pasta shapes with chicken soup mug. Now it looks like the can. It's got the, you know, the famous red and white with the fleur de lis on it. The gold leaf in French or something. I'm not exactly sure what they call it, but fleur de lis sounds pretty much right. It's got a boy playing baseball. It's got a bear playing baseball. The bear's got its tongue sticking out. What's it going to eat? The boy? Probably not. It's probably going to eat teddy bear pasta shapes with chicken condensed. Fun fact about me, Shane Becker, um, I didn't know canned soups were condensed and you're supposed to add water to them for about the first 17 years of my life. So every time I had Campbell's soup, I'd sit down, I'd cook the can up, I'd be happy to have some soup. It'd always be salty. Never knew why it was salty, but then I realized you gotta add a can of water to that soup, baby. Um... So that's a little bit of showing my ass for the episode. Probably as much as you hear me uh, explaining my traumas. What am I putting in this mug? You would have to think teddy bear pasta shapes with chicken. It's not gonna be teddy bear pasta shapes with chicken. It's not even gonna be soup. I'm putting some tea in this son of a bitch. We got herbal tea, floral tea, tea with whatever you want in it. I personally like mint tea with a little bit of honey. Good for your heart, good for your colon probably. Where's your colon, don't ask me. I'm not a biologist. I don't know anything about the body. But I'm putting tea in this. It has a lot of surface area and a lot of just space for a lot of tea. Make yourself a double batch. Do whatever you want. It's a good time. Next up, we're venturing away from the mugs for the first time ever on Mug Hunters. This is now becoming Mug Adjacent Hunters. We have a cup. It's a roulette wheel. If you hear it it has a ball in it so it has a little space with a ball in it for roulette and what roulette is it's that circular board with the numbers you put your money down on a number you put your money down on a color do whatever you want the colors are randomized with the numbers except zero and double zero are always green let's have a spin comment your spin on this episode if you want message me on Instagram what your number was if you get it right Honestly, go bet it or bet on something. I can't give you anything because I spent all my money on mugs. But let's give it a spin. My guess is going to be Red 30. It's spinning around. It's spinning around. It landed on Red 21. Crazy. So what this cup is, is it says roulette in what looks like Claire's, the old, like, child's jewelry store font it has a roulette wheel the ball activity in it it's pretty crazy it looks to be probably my honestly i showed this to my father he said it was from the 80s i don't know if my father's lying or not but i'll take his word for it uh you can play roulette while you're mixing up whatever you want i'd probably put whiskey in this swirl it around with the ice you can just swirl it around watch the ball go down, and then just drink. That time it landed on Black 10. So if you guessed Red 20 or Black 10, honestly, good on you. You should probably go to the casino, waste a little bit of money, maybe you'll get something. You're a lucky person. But I'm putting a little bit of whiskey, nothing else. I also like whiskey and tonic water. Everyone looks at me like I have three heads when I say that, but whiskey and tonic water? Honestly, it just tastes like lime and wood. Uh, it ain't bad, so try that out and for our last Item this isn't even a drinking device. This isn't a mug. This isn't a cup This isn't anything, but what do you put on your desk other than candy in mugs or things that kind of look like mugs? Some pencils some pens. It's a little teacher heat. It's a little just You're a mechanic and you're working on a car heat. We have a 70s looks like a DIY holder for something it's a wire pencil holder pen holder whatever but the special feature on this is it's got some bottle caps and by that I mean it's covered in bottle caps bottle caps we have we have juicy lemon for six p six pence maybe I don't know what p means pennies who knows they're all p It might not even be from here. We have RC Cola. We have Coca-Cola. We have Fruit Soda. What kind of fruit? Who knows? It's Fruit Soda. We have Cheers. We have Tropicana Twister. If you've had any of these outside of Coca-Cola, please let me know. We have Cersei, which might be an off-brand Pepsi from the 70s. I couldn't tell you. But it's like someone, some uncle, some stepdad went out. And was like, I have this metal thing. I'm gonna stick some fucking bottle caps on this son of a bitch. And that's what we have. On the bottom we have Pop Cola. So whether you call it pop, whether you call it soda, whether you call it cola, it fills two of those three things, but they have a customer care hotline. 8132653 Coke. So I guess that's a Coke company. Who knows? What am I putting in this pencil holder? It ain't pencils. It ain't pens. It's paintbrushes. You ever just paint? I do occasionally. We all do sometimes. I know you painted at least when you were in elementary school. If you went to elementary school, you've had to paint at some point. I'm putting paintbrushes in this. It's sitting on my desk. I'm keeping a big tip. I'm keeping a small tip. I'm keeping a flat brush. I'm keeping not a flat brush. Whatever you want, it's going to be paintbrushes. So a little different episode of Mug Hunters this week. It's, uh... Starting off strong with some mugs, getting in the gray area with some cups, boo, and then not even on the board of mugs, it's a little bit of a bottle cap holder thing for whatever you want to put in it. But I'm Shane Becker, this has been Mug Hunters, I hope the best of your day is the rest of your day, I hope you're putting something nice in your mug, I'm hoping you're enjoying yourself. I'll see you next time on the next mini-episode of Mud
0: Lunchers. Welcome back to the live show. Act 3 coming up. We did not eat any of the 70 hot dogs on this break, but I'll tell you what. It's still earlier in the day. I might get my buddy Burner out and uh, throw some dogs on. We throw didn't buy doggies. buns.
1: You can just swallow them whole. <laughs> just like a Pez dispenser, but the opposite. Google. Well,
0: yeah, exactly. Isn't isn't usually this time of year when they do the hot dog eating contest? July fourth. July fourth. But how about that mug hunters episode? How about that mug Some older hunters? things this time around. Some, some old heat. Some Campbell's heat. Some Yeah. And um, Campbell's soup is not only one of my first loves. It's also a soup. It's also a soup, and that's pretty much my biggest love. My only uh, wrestling and soup are pretty much the only two loves that have never let me down. Imagine making a Tinder profile and your bio is just wrestling and soup. What is my Tinder bio? That's a great question. I haven't logged into that in a while. Hmm. Mm. I will look that up because uh, I did pass my uh, COVID test. Ooh, time to date. Yeah, just got to get one in. Just date it up. Like, just one. Just time to like, go to the
1: cemetery. Time to go to the, c- Sit in the cemetery. Hang out. Eat a box lunch. Well,
0: be as it may, uh, we have to uh, go home here, certainly. And we're going to hop into our grand finale segment of the episode, Vintage versus Modern. Vintage versus Modern And for new listeners to the show, Vintage versus Modern, we take one item each from our curated thrift haul that we presented earlier in the episode, and whether that be a vintage object or a modern object, we find its counterpart on ebay.com, the website. We compare and contrast its value, and whatever has the higher value is the better piece, and we ask each other, vintage versus modern, which has the higher value? And this is really coming down to it this week. I'm going to go ahead and uh, get mine out of the way, because I want to know if I lose. I am absolutely wagering zero points. He is wagering zero I'm keeping the one on the board. So um, you can wager as many points as you possibly can that you obtained. He is not wagering anything, so at the worst... You tie. We tie. That's fine. Um, So what I'm going to be using uh, for vintage versus modern, uh, my piece is going to be the WWF 1998 The Rock Brahma Bull Hockey Jersey. Okay. Um, I'm going to be using that for the vintage. Okay. Uh, Versus the modern, which is a Under Armour The Rock Project mesh shirt. Okay. Size XL as well. So it's a modern mesh shirt. What's scaring me here is because you could use what you got
1: it for as the price for the No, I'm using it as
0: the recent sold price. Okay, good. The Just recent sure. sold price. And the only thing uh, relevant to it, it's it's the Rock. And the Rock nowadays has a big-time deal with Under Armour. Really? And, and he's putting mesh shirts out there. Boom, 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 Imagine boom, the boom.
1: two people that are the face of your company being Steph Curry and The Rock.
0: Pretty cool. Not bad. Know. Not bad. Um, so, yes. Uh, again, the vintage will be that hockey jersey you see right there. And the modern, the listing was Under Armour The Rock Project Mesh Shirt Size XL. Size okay. XL. So...
1: I've seen my fair share of rock jerseys. You sure have. I have seen them sold by numerous people that we even know. I think our friend Brendan at He had one at some point. He Check had them. My friend Dan of Mass Vintage out of Massachusetts, Massachusetts being the state, had one. He sold one recently. We have one. Mm-hmm. We have we, two technically, but one's mine. Yeah, one's yours. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a ballpark where that is. Okay. Under Armour, though.
0: Yeah. It ain't Nike.
1: Nope. It's barely almost Reebok.
0: Yeah. It's barely Reebok. Um, However, it's still nice. It's in your Dunhams. Well, people don't know Dunhams, probably. It's Eh, in your Dicks. Dunhams is around. Dicks and Dunhams. Dicks and Dunhams. Dicks and Dunhams. Two Ds. Your Dicks and Dunhams Dunham's sporting goods store.
1: I'm going to think the Under Armour shirt, slash whatever it was, the rock-branded Under Armour piece, Mm -hmm. is... $35.99 Thirty-five ninety-nine with shipping. Okay, Just with, that's the so ship that's price. the modern, mm-hmm. and I think the rock jersey. Forty-eight ninety-nine. Yeah, ship. Okay, so I'm gonna
0: say vintage. So your vintage, vintage yes. is is going to be it. Um, okay, well you went with vintage and vin- vintage versus modern. And uh, so I will give you the modern price first. Okay. And then you tell me if you're still confident in your vintage pick. Okay. So the Under Armour the Rock Project mesh shirt size XL went for thirty one ninety nine. Is that before or after shipping, or was it free shipping? Um, this is after. Okay. That's so not bad. Thirty one ninety nine. So are you still confident? That the vintage is still more. <laughs> you better be confident if you're trying to sell this piece. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking the vintage is still about 48 bucks. Gotcha. So you went with vintage. And uh, for you to get this point, the vintage has to be more than $31.99. And the price of the recently sold WWF 1998, the Rock Brahma Bull jersey, this is with ship. Yep. Forty. dollars Dollars, even let's go you win the episode no matter fucking one, what here we go time to cuss Uh, time pee, to cuss. pee poo poo diaper boy diaper little baby so you win so you get you had a one point in the first act one point in this act but it secures your place as uh the new modern era of thrifty your first victory so one-on-one one. little 50 percent win percentage. hey Not bad. Let's talk about my my little vintage. All right, let's see if let's see if I could get some scrub points here. We
1: could. You could
0: honestly still have points standings. Yeah, that's fine. I still think it's even a thing that you can do. I'm looking into that. By next episode, the point standings will be up.
1: That's fun. Yeah, then that might mean that I should probably start wagering a little bit. Well, we'll see. You never know. Yeah, um, we have a little sudden death heat. Mm -hmm. Our sudden death, uh, hockey jersey. There's only ever been one up at a time. So you got to think this may have bounced around between person to person. It's also the only movie merchandise other than like, you know, your occasional like movie poster or like movie theater board thing. Yeah. I haven't seen anything other than this jersey around. Mm -hmm. So we have the vintage 1995 CCM Sudden Death hockey jersey size large. And that's your vintage. Going into my closet. And I have the modern. Let's pull up this listing for some fun. Modern. Van Damme. Four feature film DVD set. Hard. Target. (laughs) Lionheart. Lionheart. Sudden Death and The Quest. So it is a four DVD box set. So Jean-Claude Van Damme. Vintage versus modern. Yeah. A little JVDD. D -D -D whatever. Mm. V J V D. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a very good Instagram. If really, Jean Claude Van Damme. I looked it up the other day. He's just—he does not look like how he did in there. He looks well, old. sure. I mean, he's thirty years, like twenty-five years older than he was. Yeah, he doesn't look bad. He's ro- yoinked. Like, yeah, absolutely I bet he's yoinked. Scorching ripped.
0: I bet he's yoinked.
1: Uh, but I have a four DVD box set featuring his four top hits
0: DVD box set. Have
1: you ever seen, uh, Target? Hard no. Target, Lionheart, or the Quest. <laughs>
0: I've not seen any of those.
1: Have you seen Sudden Death? Yeah, I've okay, seen. Just Thunder. making sure. Yeah, that's like about
0: it. So for DVD box set. What do you? What are your thoughts? <sighs> for DVD box set. DVDs don't go for much these days. But the thing about DVDs, and this is an eBay dot com listing. it is an eBay dot com shipping for it's, a DVD it's box, a box set. set. It is a box set, and shipping for a box set. Is never cheap. Um,
1: it's like it's so. You remember how they used to do like Xbox three hundred and sixty, PS two yeah. games with like multiple
0: discs in them. It's like that. So it's yep. just one box. Yeah, it's not even
1: a box. It's like a case.
0: Um, okay, so vintage versus modern. The vintage being the jersey, the modern being the DVD, uh, the DVD set. Jean Claude Van Damme. For price points, I think the jersey that you got was something like 50 60 bucks when purchased Mm -hmm. but you got a deal on it too Mm -hmm. um so we'll say it was 60 bucks the modern dvd set can't be 60 dollars. there's just no way unless it's like i don't know unless it's like signed in gold and has maybe like a test tube of his semen in it or something sick um, Have yourself a yoinked ass baby. Yeah, babies don't pay taxes either. Make a lot of money off that baby. Yeah, tons of money. Um, so I'm gonna go vintage here for my scrub point, and I'm gonna say the price point for the jersey was sixty dollars, and I'm gonna say the modern for the DVD sets around fourteen ninety nine. Okay, so I'll say the vintage first.
1: Okay, just to see if it sways your mind. Okay, the
0: vintage
1: hockey jersey, sudden death promo, sixty nine ninety nine shipped.
0: Even higher. Okay, okay. $69.99. So what do you think shipped. these
1: DVDs still at fourteen ninety five? They can't be more than seventy. Uh Van Damme, four feature film DVD set hard target lionheart sudden death the quest five thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars no, dead ass and five of them have sold.
0: No my god five grand? Jesus.
1: I'm showing him the listing. Even Jesus. I didn't know. I don't know if five of them have sold.
0: My God, how does that happen? I would have never guessed that. What do you think? The, there's no
1: special indication of like this is like a like I put John Claude Van Dyck's butthole on these. Yeah. Or no like,
0: semen test
1: tube. He breathed on them a little bit. There is just four DVDs. Semen
0: test tube. Five Nothing. sold. Two available from Canada. Oh boy, maybe I don't know. Actually, no, not from Canada. From Claremore, Oklahoma. So I got embarrassed on this episode. Not only did I get no points, but I got vintage versus modern wrong and wrong by thousands of dollars. <laughs> thousands that of dollars. That's a very shame thing to do is just thousands add in like dollars. something that's a million dollars for no reason. Well it's been a fun episode. We had uh, uh we had uh five hockey jerseys. Some we- death some death a lot Um, of death we had the rock hockey jersey chris osgood detroit red wings practice jersey sudden death film jersey and then the two minnesota north stars vintage jerseys the green meanies as i called them um with brick body shane winning of course at brick body kids you could get a hold of both of us if you would like to uh, purchase anything that's not the Sudden Death jersey or just things on our Instagram account, we're on eBay. Or if you want
1: to offer me $5,999 for the jersey, go for it.
0: Yeah, we'll think about it at that point. Also want to give a shout out to uh, our sponsors first and foremost, Commonwealth Press. CWPress.com, um, Commonwealth Press, It they operate in Pittsburgh, PA, where we live, and it started out as a DIY uh, printing business in the basement. And guess what? It's big boy stuff now. Um, CWPress.com. Use the promo code Thrifty or Thrifty Podcast when you order fifty entire T shirts. You, you get, get twelve free. You get twelve entire T shirts for free. Thirty eight shirts. Check, a check 50, it out. A fifty four. Check it out. So hop on to CW Press. Um, put in our promo code, and you could get shirts for your podcast. Or I don't know, maybe you have like a Twitch stream that's blowing up you right now. You can get seventy shirts for. Each one of your hot dogs. Yeah, if you got a ton of hot dogs, put them in shirts. You know, no buns, no problems. We eat say. the shirt. Put it, in, put it on the shirt. But yeah, um, but they, if uh, outside of Pittsburgh, they do ship out, and it's well worth it. Also, Bluffs, Bluffs.Bandcamp.com, Alternate Reality, the theme to our show for many reasons, and also something you've never seen before. The theme to our first act, which is also by the same name, Something You've Never Seen Before, and that is the same act that I did poo Poo Butthole Kangaroo in. Mm -hmm. So um, any final words before we uh, shut this one down, buddy? Shout out to Swamp Walk for doing the Mug Hunters theme. Shout out Swamp Walk, good friend of the show, Anna. Anna, thank you so much for contributing your music, and Swamp Walk was on episode one. Uh, her music was on episode one of Thrifty. So if you go way back in time, swamp, swamp Box since the beginning. Almost, what, three years now? Three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just looking at promo photos that I took for the launch of the show, and my God, did I age in three years. Interesting. I, I guess I'm at the age where you start aging quickly. Eh. Right now, I'm not saying I'm old yet. I'm saying like I'm at that age where things... I'm not saying things just go downhill quickly, but you just start looking older quickly. Mm -hmm. Speaking of anniversaries, it was my one-year anniversary on Thrifty on June 9th.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of fun. That was the uh, Thrifty excursion episode, and then we had the
0: Thrifty barbecue cookout episode. Back-to-back summer episodes. Back-to-back shame in your ears. That was was a fun time. Um, Times were a little bit different then because we could actually do live shows and stuff. We will soon. You got to think. Ugh, I don't know. I mean, you never. I mean, I'm being optimistic yeah. for the sake of
1: having a good time in life.
0: Yeah. But you never know. Um. But I would. I would hope so. But the thing about that is, is like, sure, um, some states are green, but some but states are green. Are dying. Yeah. Some states should not be green. Um. Uh, looking at you, Arizona. Looking at you, Florida. Looking at you, Texas. And look at you, roaches, because you want to get roached.